Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You could also go into the um, like conspiracy theories around abandoned and Hideo Kojima's. Uh, oh shit, son! Yeah, that's app my fire. and trailer and everything, <laughs> and it's gone. About? It's like been posted. To... Oh, okay. So, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a massive conspiracy on the internet that there is this game being developed by a company called Blue Box Games, mm-hmm. and it is called Abandoned. They think okay. it's Silent and Hill. They think it's Silent Hill, and Hideo Kojima is on board. It is a Sony funded or partnered game mm-hmm. and um there's just an awful lot of uh, conspiracies going around because of the coincidences and like mm-hmm. happy happy accidents that seem to be occurring so for example yeah. in the director's cut trailer of um death stranding he has a yeah. netherlands flag on his shoulder uh, there is a, a kojima productions netherlands base mm-hmm. um so people are like okay all right I see what she's talking about. So it's a lot of but people the, connecting a bunch of little dots together. Right. And the the head of the studio, Blue Box Games, I don't want to do this because they could be a legit studio. The, the head of the studio of Blue Box Games is um, Netherlands or, or Dutch, right? And his surname or something actually translates to hero, which is the same as Hideo because Hideo is Japanese for hero. Mm. So um, there's like a... I mean, uh, Kojima is the master of conspiracies. So. Right. And I think this is an excellent marketing ploy. And I'm like, please, I hope this is true. Because if this isn't, that'd be so disappointing. Um, okay, so I the other it, thing about... The yeah. thing I find hard to believe, though, is just very, very recently, there was um, it was well known that Xbox was talking to Hideo Kojima about working with him on an exclusive project. But that's fine. He could be working with Xbox. That's true. He's a freelancer. Project. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's like that was never dismissed either. That was never put to rest. It never came out like, oh, Hideo Kojima said no and he walked away. Right. So. But I no, he might be working on the Xbox project. But um, Sony, I believe, I don't know how, but Sony have the rights to Silent Hill. I don't think they do. They don't. I feel, no, I don't think they do. No, Konami still owns it. So Konami have actually been shipping it off to people, like trying to apply buyers for it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that are actually, strangely enough, like I, the article that I've, I'm, while I'm waiting for my article to be edited, the one I'm releasing for the website, I'm writing a second one okay. about <laughs> Silent Hill. Oh, so, okay. And okay. it's about the conspiracies of Silent Hill and being. Hey, this is yeah. perfect. So, we got it. We're de- yeah. we're on a roll here. There we now. go. Yeah. So I'm just here's like, the content oh, yeah. we're all here for. So right? is that where I can say like, welcome to the Replayer Podcast? Nice. <laughs> like we were just yeah. kind of shooting the shit today and uh, talking about <laughs> conspiracy theories, and mm-hmm. we were gushing about Xbox a little bit because Little Miss Pagan has herself an Xbox Series X. <gasps> oh. Oh, what's that? Oh. Is that shiny? 
Shiny. Huh? Who knew? <laughs> Have you christened it yet? I got... No, I, oh. uh, no, I haven't because Adam has been on it all day while I've been working. So we mm. had dinner and then I came up here. So um, just a few episodes ago, <laughs> we were talking about E3 and the Xbox Bethesda um, like presentation. And I think the title of that expo- the episode is something like, I'm going to get an, an Xbox now. Dude, I totally want an Xbox. That, right. I want to get an Xbox said. now. <laughs> There I fucking is. did it. I succumbed to Xbox Microsoft marketing. God damn you, marketing I think teams. it's marketing. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's value proposition. Is what Are you kidding is, me? So. It's definitely marketing. Have you seen the fucking box? Oh, man. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Uh, we it's all so agree nice. that yes. the box and the packaging for the Xbox Series X is phenomenal. For sure. It mm-hmm. is the better unboxing experience for a console. The PlayStation mm-hmm. experience for unboxing was just so disappointing because you're just like, oh, oh cool. I'll terrible. just flip this out of the yeah. box. Yeah. Whereas this, it actually made it feel like a really well-loved It was an product. event. It was packaged <laughs> with love. Yeah, it was an event. It was yeah, an event. like I actually... Sadly enough, I actually recorded myself unboxing my Xbox <laughs> because I wanted to make an unboxing video out of okay. that. Okay. And the recording didn't come out <gasps> right. No. <laughs> and I couldn't. I couldn't. Sad. I tried to actually like repackage things and like I'm gonna do it again. And like five minutes in, I'm like, no, this is this isn't gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna, it's have not the gonna same work magic. the same way. It's because of like uh, the, like the little peely tabs at the bottom. I love that shit. That shit is all over like Apple products, and yeah. that's mm-hmm. like my yeah. jam. I love that. Um, and Adam shares the same passion for like product design and product mm. packaging. Um, yeah. so if there's really good packaging, we're like, oh, we should get that product. Um, so <laughs> the product like, packaging really does sell us sometimes. Right? It's like if you ever go iPhones when you get like the little spits, it's like you're gonna do the. So I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, and just like even the tab, like it's like this pull tab where it gives you like an instructional arrow to pull it, and it's just so satisfying. PlayStation upper game, dude. It's like, have you ever gone to a liquor store and saw a really nice looking bottle of something that you're like, I kind of want to buy that just because that bottle looks really cool. (laughs) We have actively purchased different products because of their packaging. You can ask Adam. Adam loves packaging. Um, There's like particular beer brands that we love the packaging for. We're like, oh, I love that. That's great. Uh, And the beers are really good too. So that's a bonus. But I feel like packaging really does sell so much of that product. Because oh, yeah, why would you sure. get like a different version of that if this packaging looks more appealing to you? Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah. So So yeah, this very... is a really cool unboxing experience. And <laughs> I did sucker into Microsoft Marketing and I got an Xbox Series X. And I'm very and excited Pass. to play it. <laughs> and and Game Pass. And I'm going to start playing all of my FOMO stuff. <laughs> all of all the right. stuff I missed out on by not having an Xbox when I grew up. So, so PJ, good. Drew, I am ready for that Halo party whenever you're ready. Thank you. We we already have a Halo party. Like we we have a Halo party all the time. Is now. Drew and PJ? No. Okay. No, Myself. Just me. I was gonna be like, I wasn't invited. <laughs> just me. <laughs> like Nobody the Halo party is always me. open for all here. <laughs> Maria got that. She's like, no, there's nobody else in there. Just me. I know. Just me. I just play Halo. Halo. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I play Halo um, yeah, by myself. Me, myself, and I. But what we were <laughs> shooting the shit about, other than the amazingness that is Xbox packaging, um, I haven't actually given this a run through yet. We we did run, um, I think, the first introduction level of Forza and Horizon mm. Forza. And it, oh, it's so good. That is such, such a beautiful game. Um, but other than that, we were discussing the kind of like conspiracy theories, which Maria knows all about regarding <laughs> Silent Hill and Hideo Kojima. And this app that's going to be released for PlayStation 
that you could download and that will then give you access to a preview trailer for this game called Abandoned. Am I right, Maria? Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. now been pushed to August. It was supposed to release today. Are they trying to say that the Abandoned could also reference the fact that PT was abandoned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have been so burnt with Silent Hill promises. I cannot hold on to it. I'm sorry. It's, I don't I, know. This I, seems I, very convincing, mm, though, no, this whole I, conspiracy theory. Mm, well, I mean, I mean recently, <laughs> recently, they just made an, an announcement and I almost got excited um, because on, on Twitter, they were like, oh, I'm coming soon. And there was a picture of Pyramid Head. And it yes. was, everyone was like, oh, shit, son. Skateboards. Yeah. Skateboards. The fuck? Yeah. Skateboards. <laughs> and yeah. so... And then also that as well, it's like another game's going to be released. Pachinko machines. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Okay, okay, okay. But there's like, <laughs> this is big rabbit hole, right? And I didn't know anything about this. My lovely fiance has been down this rabbit hole and has brought up all of the dregs of information for mm. me. Because <laughs> I'm like, huh? Because I'm marking throughout the day. And he'd be like, yeah. yo, Peggy, did you see this thing? I'm like, I did not see that <laughs> while I was dealing with all of these customers. Um, no, but he has told me that there's quite a lot of like rabbit holes that you go down like, on the YouTubes yes. for this conspiracy. And um, a lot of it is starting to look really sus. Okay. It's real <laughs> sus. There's this guy's um, like the, the head, I presume, I think it's the head of the company of blue box games that are based in the Netherlands. Um, that I think he has a gamer tag and you can actually add him on PlayStation or, or Xbox or something. But when you look it up, don't quote me on this, but apparently those games that he's gotten trophies for or whatever or achievements for, they don't exist or they're not available anymore. So they're like fake account, possibly. Mm-hmm. And it has a little tick yeah. next to it, right? So you know it's a real real account. Um, and just like so much other things, right? We were talking about the guy um, in the Netherlands who's the head of this Boo Box Games, who also has a similar name that translates to what Hideo Kojima would translate to, essentially. Um, and the Kojima Productions have a base in the Netherlands. Um, there's other, like, what are the other conspiracies that they're like going through with this? Oh, Abandoned, obviously. Um, before, when they were doing Phantom Pain, when Kojima was doing uh, Phantom Pain, they released it under another pseudonym company, like um, a game development company. I can't remember what they're called. Wild something. Um, but that company had like a Twitter account and everything. And they released a statement being like, we are not, we are not associated with Metal Gear or Hideo Kojima. And of course they were, it was Phantom Pain and they had come out then to say it. Um, And Blue Box Games, if you look at the logo for Blue Box Games, it looks an awful lot like PlayStation Games logo. It's interesting because I'm looking at Abandoned now and I'm like, okay, I remember seeing a trailer for this game a couple of weeks ago, I think. And I was like, oh, okay, it's a new kind of independent, like Silent Hill-esque, Resident Evil-esque right. survival horror. Um, but I didn't think anything much of it since then. And I'm now looking at it online and I'm like, okay, I remember this. And everything else is like conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. It's massive conspiracy. <laughs> and then yeah. I think they tweeted out to say that Abandoned isn't the title of the game. It actually starts with an S and ends with an L. And then the following tweet was, we're actually not associated with Hideo Kojima <laughs> and it's not Silent Hill. So... Although you think that's like, oh, that's a good statement. That's exactly what somebody who was associated with Hideo Kojima right. would say, you know, because yeah. they've done that before with Phantom Pain. So um, 
it's a I very just, interesting conspiracy. It is a it is an interesting conspiracy, and it, but there's I because I've been writing this article, I have been going down the rabbit hole of Silent Hill previous conspiracies and stuff like that. Okay, and so um, the the medium that just came out, um, for, mm. not just came out, came out in February, is a yes. really heavily expired, uh, inspired Silent Hill film game it is okay. insanely like silent hill. i mean it's even so it's, co-composed by the original composer of silent hill yeah so. uh, akira yamoka wrote the music for it who wrote mm-hmm. the music for the the game well they said um bluebar who is the uh, makers of that game mm-hmm. they said that they are working on a second project with akira and they quoted, it's for an existing horror IP from a very famous game publisher. Ooh. Yeah. So, and then they also, um, and it's, yeah, so it's an existing horror IP. And Akira was interviewed uh, by a Middle Eastern outlet. And he mm-hmm. confirmed mm-hmm. that he was working with, with, a sec- with, with, them, with this uh, Bloober team. And uh-huh. he said, it's the one you've been hoping for. Ooh. And that Sus. interview was taken down. <laughs> so, I think I saw that. Yeah. And so it's one of those like, what? That takes what? me even further down the rabbit hole because Bloober yeah. Team's um, involvement yeah. with Microsoft lately, because the last two Bloober mm. games have been right. coming to Xbox first. Yeah. Like uh, Blair Witch came to Xbox first. And then the Medium, and the Medium as of now is a Xbox slash PC exclusive. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and of course, Hideo. Um, well, actually, he was on Summer Games Fest, right? He was in Summer Games Fest during E3 presentations. So it wasn't actually the Microsoft, but he was during um, Summer Games Fest, and he was like just talking about the future of games and stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it it's an interesting one. I think like Hideo Kojima has, has thought so far out of the box regarding like some of his games and um and and how like the play mechanics will work and how to like change this up for for gamers that this just would not surprise me if it was him I thought I think this is genius there's supposed yeah. to be an app released today as we're recording this 25th of uh, June the, it was supposed to be released today that would um give you access to a, a... here's the thing so he said that <laughs> somebody said it's going to give you access to a trailer, right? Um, mm-hmm. For yeah. this game. And I'm like, an app that's going to give you access to this trailer. So potentially, could it be a playable trailer? Yeah, like the PT trailer. <laughs> bum, 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 slow Whoa. zoom you know what i mean like i'm like oh my god it's gonna be a playable trailer just like pt because it's gonna be silent Kill. Was oh so my god. good though mm. jesus so yeah good. yeah and i and just I, i'm so sad that i got canceled same yeah. everybody was everybody well konami really just kind of like dropped the ball there and that's actually something i was gonna mention before is konami was supposed to be at e3 and then That's they right. they weren't they there. Dropped. They didn't show. So yeah. there was a lot of talk before E three that Konami was going to be there. I did a whole blog about it and talking about how what's Konami going to have? What do they come into the table with? Why are they going to be at E three? Are they mm-hmm. bringing back their franchises? Because there was rumors the last two years that you know Konami is going to get bought by Sony or Konami is going to get bought by Xbox or they're going to sell their franchises to whoever. And like many many people thought sony was going to buy metal gear or they're going to buy silent hill mm-hmm. and none of it ever actually came true and then no show from konami at e3 when as far as anyone knew they were supposed to be there yeah 
Yeah, it is a weird one. It's it is just it's starting to heal. The last real installment was like 2004. We should have live streamed that, this episode of the like, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we should have. Downpour was the last one, and yeah. it's like, and it wasn't a failure. It's Silent Hill is a is a runner, a lead runner of survival horror. Like here, them and Resident Evil are like the top two games, and so it's. I understand if Silent Hill was not a good game, but it really was. It's like, come on, guys, what are you waiting for? You know, mm. it's but it's just. Yeah, it. I feel like it's it. It definitely is out there. And the things with Silent with uh, Metal Gear Solid, like they said, we're making a remake. We're remaking Metal Gear Solid One, and everyone's like, "Sure, all right, okay." But then there was a fake rumor of a remake of Silent Hill, and Konami shut it down and was like, "No, it's not yeah. happening." So it's like, how comes they all let the rumors of Metal Gear Solid go through, but anything Silent Hill, they're like, "Nope, it's not happening. Get over it." They're very are they strict. Try- about are they it. trying to get the hype up to be like, "Oh, we want when this lands, it's going to be massive," or I don't know. It, it's a weird one. They seem to be so tricky mm. with it. The I problem mean, is, I'm kind of like that game is not ever going to land and not be massive. Yeah, right for sure. You know what I mean? They're doing the Blair Witch thing by building up hype for it. Yeah, and it I better think, be good. <laughs> I think if if this is true, like if it's like the if the Konami or sorry if the Kojima theory is true, that he's going to come out with Silent Hill and it's going to be this game that was co- supposedly called Abandoned and stuff, right? Uh, regardless of what console it's on. I think the best way to have done that is like, you know, the way Beyonce just drops an album overnight and nobody fucking knew about it and it just blows up the internet. Okay, well, I do. (laughs) So I feel like that's probably what he's going to do. Like, it'll just be like, hey, it's just this indie company. You can download this app or whatever. And as soon as you download that app and you find out what it is, if it's true, that shit is going to break the internet. Everybody's going to be like, oh my God, somebody download this app. Oh my God, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? And then they did that with Apex Legends. Snowball. I personally really? think they should do what what you two did and just put it on people's Xboxes without their permission. Yeah, just without like, even they'll they'll load up and silent will be on their Xbox. I would probably <laughs> piss more people Can off than they make them happy. How yeah. dare you force I'm... update a game onto my system? Yeah. Like, it's like, can mind. you imagine if you turned on the PlayStation or sorry, the, the Xbox or any console actually any and console. just saw Silent Hill next to it, like I would in your recent mind. apps, you'd be like, Wait, <laughs> what the fuck? It's such a good game, though. It's that would be extra good. conspiracy mm-hmm. going on there. Yeah, Kojima's a master of that crap because it's it's bad enough. Like when he got everybody with Metal Gear Solid Two, because for years I looked forward to Metal Gear Solid Two, and for years it was like, yes, a new adventure with Solid Snake. And then not you don't play Solid a Solid Snake. Yeah, it's not. But then Adam was explaining this to me because I've never played Metal Gear. Um, Adam was explaining this to me as well because uh, the idea was that they were releasing marketing with Solid Snake. Yep. To be like, you're gonna play a Solid Snake, and then yeah. you play as Raiden and or Raiden, and th- the idea is that the whole game is about giving somebody a false message to get them to do what you want them to do. And people are buying this game because they want to play as Solid Snake, and then they start playing as a different character, and they're like, "Wait, what the <laughs> fuck?" But that right. that is so meta. Like, it is so fucking meta that I'm like, I am so excited for whatever Hideo Kojima comes out with because I'm like, I've not played those games. I've played like a little bit and I've seen um, quite quite a bit of it, but not story-based, right? See now. So (laughs) I don't know all of that stuff, but I've played Death Stranding and I'm just, it's so out of the box and occasionally I'm like, huh? But it's just so good. Like, it's such a great experience because I don't think anybody else is giving you the same. The thing I want the most. No. You've never played Silent Hill? Oh, no. 
Oh, only from, like, yeah, the first horror game <laughs> I've actually played was freaking like Layers of Fear and you then the seventh Resident Evil. That's your pants. No, I'm not gonna. Are you kidding me? I see the nurses and then the pyramid head thing. I've seen that on fucking meme media, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Thank you. So not today, friend. Right. I, there's nothing for me that if I if I could ever hope that Hideo Kojima is going to do anything in the world is make a new Zone of the Enders game. I love Zone of the Enders. I think it's one of the best things he's ever done. I'm a and it. I really, really, really hope that some way, somehow, that man is able to get the rights to that franchise because I think it's, it's still another Konami-owned franchise because he made it under them. I think um, you've mentioned this game several times before as well. I've, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it. I've never. I love this, Zone of the Enders. Was this on Xbox or was it released on? Uh, it was originally released on PlayStation Two. Zone of the Enders One and Two. The game originally came out as a demo disc. Um, no, no, that's how they marketed it. They released uh, Zone of the Enders One, and it came with a demo disc for Metal Gear Solid Two. So people bought Zone oh, of the Enders just to get just Metal to Gear get Solid Two demo. Oh, okay. clever. And that's what I did. And I was like, oh, this is actually a really fun game. The first one's not great, but it still has like, it's deep and it's dark and it's messaging and it's very Hideo Kojima. And then the second one, when he was like, I'm going to lean into this, it's the like, I think what's some of his best work as a like, just action game with a lot of conspiracy and intrigue and just over the top action and fun, because you don't get that Mm -hmm. in like Metal Gear and Zone Enders is the opposite. And it's even listed, you know, like um, Metal Gear is uh, espionage, stealth, action, or something. Uh, sure. yeah, Only Enders has got the uh, like, <laughs> like fast uh, robot action. <laughs> it's a hack and slash third person shooter game. Yeah. Hack and slash. There we go. Hack and slash. Hack oh, and man. slash. Here's oh, my wow. <laughs> Only Enders. Right oh there. wow. And it wow. still has the original demo disc for Metal Gear. I love that. Sweet. I love that. That was I why I bought this game. <laughs> I was actually playing Silent Hill Downpour last night. I just had to. I was like, I gotta play it. I gotta see it. I mean, it's not the best one of the series, but I was... I I've heard that like, one's pretty good, though. It is good. I mean, it does hold up for sure. I mean, a lot of people shit on it, but it was like, you know, people shit on everything, but it's... Are you are you big horror fan, then? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah big horror fan like i'm i we, i think we was talking about to dan about this earlier like he yeah. was saying that he was a big he's a big bloody gore fan when he was a kid and i was like mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> so, something that i was gonna go into it like the my course as a gamer growing up and how yeah i started playing games at a young age and it was as i was going getting older and i got really obsessed with like horror movies and violent mm. video games and i don't want to say violent specifically but it's mm-hmm gore so like doom for sure was one of the first games that i'm like ooh, gore blood and splashing and pit things right. blowing to pieces all over the place and then it, it became this let me get my hands on as many games and or horror movies that are just loaded with gore and it actually i had that for a long time until i was probably my mid-20s that i was like eh horror movies aren't what they used to be and i stopped caring as much I grew up with horror movies, like literally grew up with them. My dad, we used to, uh, so in the UK, in the eighties, there was a ban on horror movies, a lot of horror mm-hmm. movies, and it was the, called the video nasties. And so it uh, that like, was because of, um, exorcist, right? 
yeah so exorcist was banned for 26 years because yeah. of like you know it's religious um stuff and whatever but like there was a lot of like evil dead and dawn of the dead and stuff was banned I love so my movies. dad used to try and get hold of them on like old beta max and vcr and stuff and it was one of those it was, like, it was like it was like passing like notes in mm. school it was like have you seen that movie oh i've got it yeah so it was like that kind of like dodgy thing and so my dad would take him home and watch him and be like oh have you seen that film and i would be sitting like on the bed like you know watching it while he's watching it and um he'll be like oh there's a scary <laughs> bit coming up and i'm like what and he's like cover your eyes and i'm like what so i was watching like hellraiser and like mm. oh and, my like, god we- oh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> wow. freaked Whoa. out like that game has traumatized me for life Hellraiser. Yeah. Hellraiser and um, Freddy Krueger and all this sort of stuff. I used to watch them and I wasn't scared of them. I was about four mm. years old when these films came out. So one day I was in preschool and um, I used to draw because I like drawing. I drew oh, a pagan. picture of Freddy Krueger in oh, my, my preschool and, like, with, a, with a, 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 a ballpoint pen and it was like in red and I had like him killing members of the family and stuff like that. My mum got phoned but called by my preschool <laughs> and I was, they, say, I was like you they, had a phone call didn't you yeah <laughs> like, I was I was the kid from the ring drawing the really dark pictures so everyone was like is she is she okay because mm. this is really weird and I was then she's like oh no her dad's a her dad's a DJ which is true and he used to go to Halloween parties dressed as Freddy Krueger and stuff and so he and they'd go no that's where she's seen it my mum can't say I was watching horror movies when I was younger but I was <laughs> So I was drawing all these really, really bad things. And so I grew up watching Hellraiser and really bad stuff. And so now I'm... Have I'm you watched like, Hellraiser recently? The, I, the new ones are bad. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the original, the, the first one. I, yeah, I've seen it recently. I, I've watched that, I think, a few years ago. And I was like, this is really boring. Mm, <laughs> it's yeah, so slow. The second and then one's it's, the best one. It goes for shock value when you just kind of like see the weird monsters mm. and they're just kind of there like they, they don't do anything the hooks in the skin yeah there's, and it's like um, the only thing i remember that is from like uh, this is a, why i'm deadpan there's, <laughs> there's a foot in the fridge probably a foot in the fridge <laughs> um this is this is as much as i've seen of this i don't know if like my dad was watching and then i like was wandering in at whatever age i was um or if we turned on the channel like if we changed the channel at night or whatever and it was on but i just remember like the nails yes. and then opening the fridge and there's like a foot in the fridge and it's all like this weird lighting i think it's blue if you know what i'm talking about in chat if you're listening no idea just like <laughs> back me up on this right <laughs> i don't know where the scene was i don't know which movie of hellraiser it was but it was in one of them and it freaked me the fuck out literally as you're talking about it i have chills i don't i would never touch that movie with a barge pole because I saw it whatever age I was and it <laughs> fucking traumatized me. I could not watch yeah. anything like that or similar lighting. I was like, huh, and I just, I... I think it's nope, interesting that nope, me nope, and Maria nope, nope, are on the opposite end of the nope. spectrum on this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, think it's, yeah. I think it's fascinating. People are like, my one of my best friends is like a horror nut, like a complete horror fiend, has probably watched every single horror film ever made. Mm-hmm. And she just watches like the most random indie style um videos like movies anyway because she's just Mm. a movie fan Mm. um but that's so like that blows my mind because i'm just not a horror it's not that i'm not a horror fan it's that i just don't enjoy being terrified and i literally do get terrified uh, yeah like the funny thing is is like um uh, dan said about my husband he's like oh he looks like he's into horror games and stuff when he was i'm i'm into horror more than he is 
Mm. My, my wow. husband my husband not dan because i'm i'm the sort of person that i like watching you know i'm i like watching serial killer movies a girl who likes serial killers what the hell uh, but it's <laughs> but to me i'm people go to me oh i love serial killers i i love all that sort of stuff and i'm like uh, for, at what level no. <laughs> <laughs> okay no i'm just well... like i really like that stuff <laughs> No, no. Okay, so I I enjoy watching like um, true crime documentaries mm-hmm. or that kind of stuff. Love it. But if it's like a, if it's if it's a horror film that like there's a, a thriller involved and there's like like Freddy Krueger and stuff like that, I just I could not watch that as a kid. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. I just I, I just it, it makes my mm. skin crawl. I just I get really like sweaty. I get too scared the first ever i said to myself like before um this was years ago i I wanted to experience a horror film in the cinema i was like i just want to experience a horror film in the cinema because it's probably like once in a lifetime thing that i would do because Mm. i hate horror i just don't i don't like being that uncomfortable um because i get really scared and i was i think i was talking about this with lily recently you might see it on one of her episodes but i uh i start getting anxious and then my my knee or my foot will start like moving like this and then I'll start twirling my hair. And then if I'm dual wielding and I'm twirling both sides of my hair, Adam is like, (laughs) are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) Like, are you, do you need to calm down? And the answer is yes. Um, But the first ever film that I've ever seen and the only horror film I've ever seen in the cinema was the conjuring. Um, And it, the paranormal shit gets me so much worse than like the thriller shit does. I was going to say like on my, (laughs) On yeah, my, on my side, I'm much more of a fan of like the supernatural slash paranormal horror films, especially with like the the max gore effect. Like that's what does it for me. I don't like the slasher films so much. I find them kind of boring, especially yeah, when too. it's the like Michael Myers just constantly walking at you with a knife. Those kind of movies, I'm like, eh, that, that's boring. It's just it's just but, gore porn. For you me, know, it's, it's the it's gore porn. It's gore porn. Like the, one of my the, favorite. It's the same movie with the same ending. You know, one of my favorite same... uh, horror movies of all time because of the gore is actually like either it's there's 13 ghosts and there's ghost ship i think those mm, are two of the ghost 13 ship. ghosts i remember watching that so as a kid good that didn't that didn't scare me as much but the gore in that movie though is the phenomenal gore in that movie is very good the, the when the glass like splits the guy in half exactly. matthew lillard gets split in yeah. half and you see like yeah. his front end slide off and you can see the yeah. back of his head <laughs> yeah that was so weird. that's what i actually watched that when i was younger and I, I didn't freak out so much at that one i don't know why that one didn't get me as much but um yeah that one mm. wasn't as bad as i thought yeah, and then, like, the see, opening to Ghost Ship is so good. I'm the world's worst that, like, when I stream horror games, um, I like people go, Oh, Resident Evil is so scary, it's really bad. And I'm like, Yeah, it's a good game. But I was streaming it and I was playing it, and I'm like, When she gets when she like cuts his hand off and stuff, and I'm like, Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's okay. like, What is wrong with you, you sicko? Why are you playing that with too? You? I had no issue. I'm just like, Okay, all like, right, really chop funny. the hand off. <laughs> like, Oh, I didn't need that on. hand, anyways. <laughs> okay. I have to talk to you about this then, right? I Stumpy. still have not completed the game. So, like, let's not spoil the end, okay? But <laughs> let's talk about the heavily, clearly heavily influenced PT uh, mm-hmm. version, right? Yes. In the Beneviento basement. Mm. Yes. I said to, like, Adam said before that he was talking to his brothers and uh, his brothers are like, I think it's the scariest thing that's probably in a Resi game or one of the scariest things that, for me, right? That's what his brother said to Adam. I was like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. And he's like, how did you find it? And I was like, Adam, I'm not going to lie to you. I absolutely hated every single minute. I felt sick. Um, I didn't want to do it. And then chat was just like, just speed run it, like speed run. And then if you get caught, like you die and just end the game and you're fine. I'm like, okay, 
I'll do that. But literally after that, like after we did that chapter, I went to the save point, I switched off stream and everything. And I felt so sick to my <laughs> core that I was like, I just feel horrible. And it's not because it was so disgusting, right? It's not that reason. It's actually the um, least goriest part of the oh, game. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. the least goriest part yeah. of the game. And I'm so sorry if you guys are haven't minor played spoiler this game alert. Yet, I really hope that you've already like played it. Or yeah, minor spoiler alert. Just that whole section. In fact, I didn't really spoil anything. That whole section just made me feel so tense. Yeah. That I was just sweating, but I was also shaking and I just hated yeah. it. And the ambient sounds with headphones <laughs> is just the worst fucking thing. So I want to know, right? Because Adam's reaction when he saw that bit, okay, that without bit. Yeah. minus right? We saw that bit. Adam just went, <laughs> all right. Yeah. And then just <laughs> walked slowly around the like table area. And I was the like, thing. <laughs> That's pretty much all I did. You can see it in my stream. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. And I just like Mm -hmm. back away slowly. I was just like, (laughs) I I, I saw it. And then I was like, that kind of looks like PT. You know, right? it looks, it, have you played the PT trailer? Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. I've played it. I've yeah, played the, the fetus that, yeah. in the sink. Yeah, yeah. It for sure. It's exactly like that. And it's exactly I mean, And that's the thing about fetus like, monster ever. Like, do you remember the fetus monsters in Dead Space? Come on. Yes. yes. Those things were terrifying. <laughs> no, but I will never play Dead Space. <laughs> there's also oh, there's so. fetus monsters in uh, Dante's Inferno, too. Mm-hmm. Dante's Inferno was a great game. I love that game. Yeah, pretty underrated game actually. If anybody's ever another played visceral Dante, game, visceral made Dante's Inferno and Dead Space. That's right, and it's it is it is a gory game. Like to oh, very gory. There's a lot of gore. Yeah, well, you're um, in the yeah, you seven recommend? levels of hell. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so yeah, so you guys both just were very blasé about that whole section. Yeah, I, it's I doesn't bother. The me. only yeah, part I'm that just... really got me was the very end bit when you're like trying to get in the elevator and then you're forced to look at it when it's coming yeah, at yeah. you and it was just kind of like Ugh. that was that was my reaction <laughs> I, it, what was so funny is like i was we were having this conversation afterwards and i was like <laughs> i was like what are you dead inside and then i was like no i just find i just don't find that kind of stuff uh intimidating or fun like you no. know because yeah. he's like you've taken away my weapons right so i know it's a run and hide and there's a trick to this and i'm like but yeah i, I, I think because i don't have the weapons boring kind though like, i had the same I, issue yeah, see, I get, and he's just like, meh, like, it's fine. He I actually just... felt more intimidated by the castle section where you're being hunted by Lady mm-hmm. Dimitrescu because um, in the in Resi 7, like, Jack is the scariest thing about that fucking game. I actually right? found he's yeah. hunting you. the Mr. X in Resident Evil 2 remake the most terrifying right. thing, actually. Adam has never played Resident Evil 2 because he hates the hunting bitch. Mm, so if you can imagine like uh, <laughs> Dimitrescu, like Lady Dimitrescu and then yeah. Jack as well, like they're hunting you throughout the game. He's like for the whole game, Mr. X is like trying to find you and hunt you. And he's like, he's like I yeah. I can't play that. I'm like, but, no. Uh, Lady Dimitrescu is like a fraction of what Mr. X does in Resident Evil 2. Like I didn't right. find her intimidating at all. I just like, oh, there she is. I got to walk the other direction. Whereas she in, did just pop in a random place. Yeah, she, know, she's so. really quiet too. Whereas Mr. X, you yeah. can hear him roaming the halls and it was really, especially if you're wearing headphones or have a good sound system and you hear the thump, 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 thump of his footsteps and you're like, yeah. where is he? Where is he? Is he upstairs? Is he on this floor? I don't know. And then he just walks in the door and you're like, ah! <laughs> oh my God, no. That's that's the thing though. That's what Silent Hill got so good though is the tenseness of them games. Like that whole, mm. basically the, um, the static the, on the radio. The dull, the dull oh, part man. of Resident Evil Village is yeah. basically an entire Silent Hill game. It's that tense, Completely. and it's like we was playing like we were playing the, um, Downpour last night, and there was times where you're just walking around, and uh, 
and my husband's like there's no music mm. it's silent literally silent hill you know it's literally <laughs> quiet yeah. and he was like it's really weird to not have any music and you'll you'll walk out of the house and because of downpour the the one thing i love about silent hill is they have this imagery where everything in the game means something and so well, the idea of downpour is the rain Mm. means something's going to happen so if you see water in the oh. game that means something's going to happen that's why it's called downpour oh so, so and it's so that like in in um in silent hill 2 pyramid head is a um he is a thing that the main character makes up in his mind and that's the the, the thing that tortures him that's mm. yeah, that's it it's a person like it's a, a personification of his he feels like, like because fear. he's well he's in, in silent hill 2 the character's wife oh yes i know this yeah yeah and so he feels like he should be guilty so he imagines pyramid head as a thing to torture him that's Mm -hmm. what it is that's what it is so the whole thing of silent hill is this imagery thing and so you go out and it's completely quiet and then you just hear the patter of the rain and you're like oh shit's about to go down and it's all about that atmospheric thing and that's why i love it so much because you're just it's not yeah, like with Resident Evil, Resident Evil was great, but I found it was a lot of like zombies, zombies, plants trying to eat you, alligators, grr, it's a little goofy. But with Silent Hill, it's just it's just tense and it's like yeah. mental illness. It's got that um that Hellblade thing about it where it's like okay. mm-hmm. the mental problem, the, the mental illness and stuff in it. And you're it's really like, got a it's, message. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, this is dark. <laughs> well, like Resident Evil's yeah, always yeah. been very campy and yes, Silent Hill's yeah. always been very atmospheric. Silent Hill's yes. always been about the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Even going back to the original, it's the fog, it's the radio, it's the the things you can't see and the things you can hear. That mm. like because you hear the radio, but you can't see anything. Yeah. It's the fog, and then you're just like, "What's happening? What's coming? I don't know." I love <laughs> how the uh, the fog was put in as a a lack of hardware right yeah. performance in Silent Hill. They it's put awesome, the fog isn't it? To, to cover it up, and you're like, "It's such mm-hmm. an iconic thing now." The fog. That's a great. That's a fucking yeah. great technique. There's a lot of games that we are just, kind we of known that for that kind of stuff. When they played Silent Hill on the show. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. It was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love suppose it, yeah. we might have to talk about Retro Replay soon, huh? What's Retro Replay? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm wearing what? all of their merch, but what's Retro Replay? What is yeah, right. Retro Replay? <laughs> all of them. Um, yes, we can go back okay. to talking about Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here for Ash, there's a new meme for you i saw that as hilarious <laughs> ash memeing me <laughs> anyways retro replay let's talk retro replay and uh, it's all about this what week's about? retro replay is a youtube show you starring nolan <laughs> yeah right uh um, so this week we got uh trailer talk with uh the, the bunch of you watching the masters of the universe revelation trailer minus nolan right nolan wasn't there nolan couldn't make it all right um, which is fine. I mean, Drew obviously wanted to get on his box and share his love for Masters yep. of the Universe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it seemed like he was really hoping that Aaron would be there. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So I actually, um, we were talking about like, what would they want to do on Trailer Talk? And I was like, I would love to do He-Man because oh mm, God, yeah. that trailer is amazing. And Drew was way. just like, fuck yeah. I want to talk <laughs> about that because I could talk about that all day. That's my jam. So um, that was totally verbatim. That's what he said. So <laughs> so we did that. And that was awesome. And then before I think we went live, I was like, um, uh, we'll probably get guests in. I was like, 
there is a tweet from Aaron though that he says that he's got um, Battle Cat and He Man mm. statues in his basement. So I'd say he'd be uh, he'd be really interested to come on. And then obviously Aaron throughout the whole thing in the live chat was like, "God damn it! Why am I driving right now at this yep. second? This sucks!" <laughs> like, um, yeah. So it, it that's a what a fucking trailer though. Like it's the trailer so is phenomenal. Yeah. I had watched it. I think the day it came out, and I was just like, I'm not really a he-man fan per se i played with some of the toys i watched them on the show back in the day when i was a kid mm-hmm. but damn that trailer just like gave me goosebumps i was like this is incredible i love the fact that they that they've made a they've kept it 80s it definitely feels 80s but then yep. you can still they've modernized mm-hmm. it and i love that like i love when people thinks i don't mind things being remade but i feel like I feel like they, they they should acknowledge the fan base. You know, they you have should... to capture the essence. Yes, yeah, yeah, capture that's the essence. The, that's good. the reason why we love it. If you change yeah. it so much, it, it's not He Man anymore. Like with like Drew was talking about the fluffy underpants. I'm like, it's He Man. <laughs> he has to have fluffy underpants. So it's just, I love that. And the whole like the Bonnie Tyler song. I was like, yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so good i think you're right though they totally captured this 80s vibe yeah um from he-man and they're just doing it like as what drew said he was it's polished it just looks yes polished for i don't know if they're gonna do like the whole new story if they're just gonna remake the whole story or if it's going to be continuation somehow um but this looks really good and it'll be mm-hmm. bringing i guess he-man into a new generation that potentially didn't see it before yeah and, it, and then that's i i kind of like I like the idea because I mean kids can watch it and they can they can also relate to you know that people grew up with it and it's not going to be that whole well this is my He-Man and that's your He-Man it's like no it's mm-hmm. all He-Man you know so it's that nice it's little all thing He-Man. it's all my He-Man <laughs> yeah all, <of> the He-Man. <laughs> all He-Man and the toys it's we can go I got a He-Man when I was young you got the same one yeah I know and I think like Drew went off on some toys we were like huh? I, I think my brother <laughs> had some of the He-Man toys when I was a kid because I definitely remember playing with a battle cat when I was, I remember mm-hmm. having it with the fuzzy, the fur on it, and yeah, I remember having the like weirdly disproportionate He-Man toy where like he had teeny tiny little legs, but then this bulking massive chest. Skip like day. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm sure. They all skip <laughs> like day. I remember getting hit in the face with a He-Man toy. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, I don't like He-Man. Anymore. Did you deserve it though? No, I went, <laughs> I went to I went to a um a friend's a friend's house, no, a friend of my mom's house. We went there one time, and a little kid was running around in his underwear with a He-Man toy, and he and he just went smack and smacked me in the face with it, and I was just like, ah, oh, I don't like He-Man anymore. You got attacked <laughs> by He-Man. I've been yeah, assaulted like, by He-Man. Just, just get little- Maria. If we're talking about throwing toys at people, my older brother once threw a, a bebop toy at my babysitter when we were kids and smacked a him in the bebop? face with it from uh, TMNT. Bebop. Is that one of those little slap things? Oh, no. yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think he's, he's talking character. about. I thought he was talking about a bop. Oh, oh a bop it. Okay, yeah, so yeah, in, yeah. Me and no, Maria like not thinking a, it's not a bop it. it. <laughs> no, it's an action figure of one of the henchmen for Shredder was Rocksteady and Bebop. Oh, so Rocksteady oh, is the the Rhino mutant, yes. and then That's there was the Bebop, who was like a warthog. Mm-hmm. And we had the I action see, figures, and uh, makes he more like sense flung now. it at him, <laughs> hit him in the face. <laughs> I literally thought you meant to bop it, and I was That's like, "That's no. a fucking weapon! Bebop. Like that will knock you out." <laughs> like, I, hope, I hope any TMNT yeah. fans listening right now are just like, <laughs> "I'm so sorry." Yeah, TMNT. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. They know. Yeah, I just I got assaulted by a lot of toys when I was younger. I just yeah. <laughs> I got assaulted by a lot of toys. That would make a different Toy Story movie. Out of let context. Me tell you. <laughs> like, let me tell you. That's the porn version of of Toy Story. 
Lol. Oh, <laughs> podcast Any. has gone downhill. Listen, when does it ever go uphill, Maria? There is no uphill. <laughs> no uphill. There's no hill. There's no hill. Except um, for the silent ones. <laughs> no, the he man, it looks really good. Like I it, nice yeah, callback. It is just yeah, segue. Um yeah, it's uh, it is really good. I was never really a He Man because of a re- I was traumatized by He Man. But um but no, it was, it was, it is really good. And also as well, I'd like to say that the whole bringing guests on the trailer talk is great. I was just I about to you. shout out Louis and Louis's yeah. appearance on the trailer talk this week. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, friend of our show. I wish I actually had anything decent to say because I'll just be on there and I'll be like, I got salted by He-Man once. <laughs> <laughs> you could have. You should have put that in there because you know Drew would have brought you in if he read that <laughs> in the question box. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. I just got to hear, I just got to hear this story. What happened? <laughs> Absolutely. And like, it's not going to be the last time I'm sure that we're going to do these live. Like, I, I don't know if that's going to be anything like going forward. A lot of the times it does depend on... Yeah. Uh, scheduling yeah. so a lot of them might still be pre-recorded as usual but whenever we do go live it is great to give members um, that yeah. opportunity uh, if you're listening right now and you're not a member go over to the retro Eva youtube channel and check the membership tab for details um but yeah it is really nice to get members on and to actually interact with us on the show about trailer because we've had so many comments like that before yeah. like, oh my god i love this franchise i wish i could have joined in that conversation and it's awesome now to you get can. your opinion yeah now yeah. you can uh, all you need to do be a member as soon as we go live we'll put up a little space for you in the members um, members only comments tab so you just p- click that link and you're right in I'm just going to be say... known as someone who has the silly stories they're going to be like we're going to have to hear this mm. one what? just what perfect this? What, what happens this time yes <laughs> it's perfect. a good thing that you Bring guys it, Maria. It's, it's a good thing they didn't start the live thing sooner because I would have been sitting there like at the ready like let's go for the Godzilla episode just to get shit on the entire time and PJ be like I like Godzilla and I'd be like thanks PJ yeah. I mean, yeah. There's but a then at least I got there. to be on Halo and actually share like my love that's and cool. passion about yeah, Halo. Yeah. So that's why I was saying it's a good thing it wasn't live back then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I feel like there's going to be so many more cool shit that we're going to talk about on the show that anybody yeah. can just like <clears throat> pop in and, and, and come in and have a comment about or have an opinion about and join in live, which is a really mm. cool feature now for membership. So it's uh, it's really cool. Hasn't been quite like introduced as a membership perk, but it is open to all members. So feel free to Well, go if anybody wants to share their opinion on things, they can always come here on the Replayer podcast and talk to us <laughs> and share that their opinions. That is true. That's true. That is true. If you'd like to be on the Replayer podcast, email the Replayer podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, you can come discuss things like the Contra speed run that they had on Retro Replay this week okay. where Nolan just constantly had his mind blown by their it was impressive. special yeah. guest, Mr. Angry yeah. Lynx, crushing through Contra in he, 10 The thing is, I, I've never got past the first uh, level of Contra ever. <laughs> like, and I'm just, I'm terrible at it. But he made it look so easy. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to give that game a go. I <laughs> and I was just like, that ain't gonna happen. And that thing, the, the, the way he was talking about with the controller with the buttons doing yeah. that thing, that's exactly how I play track and field. Mm. <laughs> and oh. so that's how I used to do that. And so I have like, I can make my finger go really, really fast by doing that. <laughs> so what I, what I do is, is I, right. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> tense my wrist really hard and it makes my, my finger shake. And so I just go, that's also how I got played. I used to do that just like, this is the biggest phrasing ever if you don't throw a fucking phrasing in right now and then yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna steamroll past that 
I no, mean, it was great. I actually thought like it's skills it that got me a PlayStation impressive. Five though. That yeah, that, that skill yeah. got you a PlayStation at, Five. At the cart, at the cart, at the cart, at the cart. At the cart, at the cart. Of course, oh. because you're like trying to beat the everybody else to the cart. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, like, my mind is blown. Anytime they bring on yeah. speed running, like Anthony Caliber, obviously an incredible speedrunner um and then he found well i presume he introduced um the show to uh, angry lengths that just speedrunning in general is so fascinating and mm-hmm. so impressive when angry Lynx started and he was like i try not to jump as much so that we don't drop frames so he can um so he can get frame through the level quicker i was like holy shit that, that is drag. so specific yeah. like that kind of stuff really does blow my mind mm-hmm. Yes, um, it is cool. it is super impressive i would love for that i wonder if you could do a um if somebody wants to do a world record attempt on a game is to have like a retro replay exclusive where it's like they're going to try and like the world record on i think that's show. kind of that like would what they're be talking about trying to get amazing done. yeah i mean i think they did be... say they mention it at the end but yeah yeah like obviously it can't be a game like uh last of us where it's like a two-hour game but something like contra where it's like it's a, just a, live, a live exclusive they're going to try and mm. break the world record you know so <gasps> that would be genius maria <laughs> i'll send that be... over put your name on it yeah i mean also, even like know... angry links kind of said something too he's like if we weren't stopping and talking and pausing like okay yeah. why don't they just have him restart and yeah. just let him go and don't let him make him stop well they could yeah. they could they could have they him just playing watch. and yeah. just uh, they can just comment over the top of it and exactly he's playing in the game they do esports way, just... commentary like oh yeah, let him go esports commentary. Oh, oh my god we could get <laughs> michelle <laughs> And Let's Nolan get, on the show to do Nolan Eastbolt's commentary over a exactly. world record attempt. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then he starts talking about how he's pushing that button and how if that's uh, <laughs> getting in just, some extra luck with the mm-hmm. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> so much phrasing. Just just like Nolan and he's, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. <laughs> right. Oh, I got to say, though, like Nolan's my the best bit of this. This was the Manscaped sponsor. Oh my god, that Manscaped oh sponsor! Oh my god! Like, if you want to check that out, I think it's at manscaped.com, and then it's um, you entered code retro replay to get twenty percent off. Um, but oh my god, that was the funniest fucking thing when he was just like, "Let's get aggressive." <laughs> I, just I lost wanna, it. I really, we need to ask Steph how much of that was I like post editing, like sound effects and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually don't think it was editing. Like I reckon like he's actually got the, the manscape yeah, to make that I mean, noise. It yeah, it comes um it comes charged, right? Well, yeah. So like when he presses the button, like it does make the sound. Um and you see the little light on it as well. So I oh man, that was fucking funny. That I love <laughs> it was my hilarious. Because like after he was doing the first bit and everything, right? And he was like, Oh, let's try this out. Mm-mm-mm. And then he goes, and I was like, poor Jill is going to have all this hair all over her office. Like, I feel that's awful. <laughs> um, where he's recording, I was like, oh, God, poor Jill's going to have to wipe that I up. And then when the, he did the aggressive thing. Oh. I love the whole, like, with the Manscaped thing. Obviously, awesome. it's a sponsorship awesome and things like that. And I, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's really, really cool. But I love that we don't take it too seriously. It's not yeah, like, oh, for yeah. sure. everyone be quiet, I need to shave pubes. Yeah, it's that, a kind of, a it's a joke. Yes. It's a running joke. And it's like, Absolutely. oh, Manscaped, yay. I can... It's a, easily it's, say yeah. too when they when he started going into it like the whole like you know this episode has been brought to you by manscaped i'm like oh good here we go another like read ad and it's like okay but then nolan just goes nuts with it i was like okay this is <laughs> this is pretty good this is it's hilarious genius. yeah it's so good i think um i remember the first time they did a manscaped ad 
and I literally like I think I did a spit take because I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> they had been doing they had been doing like all the Hello Fresh stuff, right? Like yeah. they'd been mm-hmm. doing like um food stuff at the time, and then when Especially this the came up, it was just smooth. yeah, it was like your balls will thank you and all this, and it was just so out of left field that was it was so what? brilliant. What? Hang on, um, I don't want to hear about Nona's balls. Sorry, but it's it's just kind of weird. Why not? It's like, it's a, it's a, I'm sorry. Why, why not? not? <laughs> I want a picture of him framed. Uh, just like Nolan or? No, I'm going to do PJ. You want some Who PJ am I talking Silver about? Fox? To that, to that. You know, uh, honestly, a compilation. And it's not comment, even named. I'm going to do my, just, my uh, like a, a gallery of balls hanging. It's a gallery of balls. <laughs> kind of like the Andy Warhol where like the, there's like different like sepia tones and shit like that. Like, Sure. <laughs> So it's just like your back the, wall is just the sound ball sack, ball of, of a cat puking to that. I'm gonna go. Oh Poof. my god! Oh, stop! <laughs> she has to work that in every episode she's on now. No, thank you. But that would be that would be a horror show. Can you imagine if, pictured... if you went in somewhere and they just had pictures of balls on the wall? Like, I mean, you know how you like you go in somewhere as a, like and they could have like pictures of tits or something because it's artistic, right? And there's some beautiful shots and like women are fucking beautiful. Let's all face it. But then like you have pictures balls. of balls, and you're like, "Oh God, that, is it looking at? I don't even. What's what happening is here? It? What is? What is it? <laughs> what is going on? It's like a I pictured, the, I pictured uh, the uh, Uncle Noli set and how he's got all the portraits behind him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would actually love a picture like like I would I would love them to do that, but like of all the different shapes that they could do their hair. <gasps> you know what I mean? Like they would like do around their pews like a little heart, and then there's like a shamrock, and then there's like thanks, man, <laughs> smiley face, yeah. And there's Thank a balls and with a beard, and content. there's balls with like a little white hair, and perfect. <laughs> yes, Maria what knows. Are, Maria where, sees what I see. What are we doing right now? I don't know. <laughs> we are there moving on. Manscaped <laughs> ad, and we got off track. <laughs> this has been the weirdest replay of a podcast ever. Oh man! It's gonna get the most views ever. Right. <laughs> crank it up! Let's crank it up. <laughs> Drew's gonna be like, "What were you guys talking about?" Because it's gone crazy. Yeah, we went off on a tangent for a good hour. <laughs> like, we're just shooting the shit this time. It's just a lot of shooting yeah. the shit. Um, That's okay. That's what we're here for. It's it's what it's always been about. It's always been about the tangents. It's always been about the tangents. We're gonna just, we're gonna make a tangent. We're gonna be on topics and tangents. The replayer podcast is gonna be the topic we'll be. and tangent. <laughs> oh, One man. day, there was so a, this there was week a podcast, and they were talking about our ball sacks. There was uh, <laughs> our very yeah. own Pagan McGrath was talking some balls. Talking some balls. Talking some balls. balls. You need to get balls. the portraits of balls now. Then you'll be on topics and tangents. Perfect. There you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um does anybody have thoughts on anything right now besides balls um <laughs> contra contra the game contra's a load yes of yes i will leave you with that visual thank you for signing in to the replay podcast <laughs> like... randy's gonna come home one of these days and just like what the hell's yeah, wrong with what you what the fuck is this <laughs> This is what we signed up for. Uh, I'm just gonna be like, this is not gonna be the, the podcast I share with people I work with. Just yeah, the not safe for work podcast. Are you sure? I don't know. I want to put it in my work group. I'm always like, like hey oh, guys, I've, all I'm like that is sometimes I'm like, I'm like, oh, I've been on a podcast. And they're like, let's hear it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know where it is. No. <laughs> I think like I mean, there's the some void. there's some great times where I would be um uh, at work and there's 
people there and they're they're asking me like something what are you doing at work or they're trying to arrange something for after work and I'm like no I'm not available I have something else like I do something else after work and they're like what do you do and I'm like oh like I work for just no north and just the blankness on their face is just like oh cool yeah Yeah. just as soon as you mentioned YouTube there I can almost hear the eye roll they're just like Oh, she's oh, okay. Like, good for you. And then there's one, like, one of my bosses. I actually mentioned him on the show because we were talking about um PJ. <laughs> one of my bosses was like, "So what do you do?" And I told him, and he was like, "Oh, really?" And then he went to YouTube and saw it, and he was like, "I watched the Jovenshire episode last week," and I was like, "No way!" And he's like, "I mm. fucking did. I loved Smosh Games. I can't believe that he's like, oh, and you work for these people." And he's like, "That's amazing." Uh, so like, does Nolan like? shout you out and stuff is like i was like what i work like you i don't think you grab the concept here so i showed yeah. him trailer talk and he was like oh my god this is unreal and the one of the first things he said he pointed at pj and was like who is that he's a silver <laughs> fox <laughs> and i was like he is a silver <laughs> fox you're not wrong <laughs> oh i also want to say moment. i just want to say talking about pj is uh, the dinosaurs where are the dinosaurs Oh, in his in the background. Yeah, where are they? You have to make room for his Emmy. Yeah, you have to make room for the Emmy. I I don't care. I want to adopt them. He needs to put them on the replay website, and I'm going to buy those plastic dinosaurs. Wait, I think it's his kids' dinosaurs. I don't think that's that's not even his room. It's his. I don't care. I I have buckets full of plastic (laughs) dinosaurs, Maria. If you want some plastic, no, I. I, No, she wants those ones. I want those those ones because. Because they're unloved and they need a they need a loving home, and I'm in the oh business God. of rehoming unloved animals. That's true. Um, that is yeah. true. Maria does do that. So PJ, if you do have the angels fly away every year, plastic dinosaurs are taken off the shelf and thrown into a bin. <laughs> I think it's about time we wrap up the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Because now everybody's broken anyways and no one else can talk at the moment. So I'm going to take control and say that's about it for us on the Replayer podcast. Ball talk and dinosaur talk. And, I don't know uh, why that got me. That got me so good. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. So with Sorry. that, uh, let's share our socials and say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> Maria? Um, you can find me at, at Twitter on um at pocket ninja 85 and on twitch at <laughs> twitch.tv slash pocket ninja 85 great pagan can you manage to speak right now do you need to get have, it? i have a tear i have a literal tear In the <laughs> it was just so well done because i was like where's she going with this and then it was just exactly like one of those animal shelter <laughs> adverts so good you can find me at pagan plays on twitter and pagan underscore plays on twitch and instagram you're welcome you're welcome yes <laughs> uh, and of course you can find me at stark evil vash on any platform except for on twitter i'm stark evash i don't have the energy to do my bit uh but yeah like earlier we said you can reach out to us at the replayer podcast at gmail.com you can always uh-huh. reach uh, retro replay at members at retro replay show.com if you have any questions about memberships or if you want to bother pagan <laughs> yeah um, feel, yes absolutely bother bother the email members at retroreplayshow.com if you've got any questions about memberships or membership perks or anything or you've got any concerns please do let us know uh that's game over folks <laughs> like we need to <laughs> bye go go get out of here what are you still doing here go god get out of here
Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.